Welcome to On Tuesdays We Co-Work, where I am co-working my way around London with my partner in crime, Home Slice, Boss Bay. I think we get it, can we crack on? <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to On Tuesdays We Co-Work. B, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. So first of all, I want to congratulate to you for your <gasps> award. Oh, thank you so much. It was so, so addictive. <laughs> I mean, come on, oh, who my. can give up to accept an award with a massive red stain on a white boy? Literally, suit? just me, though. Like, just but me. But it was really funny because then you think, was it on Tuesday that you showed me the, the boiler yeah. stuff? Boiler stuff, the boiler outfit. Suit, yeah. And I had that little, like, thought. Didn't I make a joke about it? I was making a like, joke about it in the bathroom to like, a woman like, like minutes going, before I went on the like, stage. Are you seriously going to wear full white? Yeah. But, you know, like, authenticity is, is key, right? And that is me as my authentic self oh, with ice cream It was so funny. <laughs> but, yeah, so kind of that made me think. And also, it's, you know, what we talked about last time as well, that if you have one thought, that you start hearing it from different channels. And then, so this morning I was listening to the podcast and they mentioned as well about the importance of your tribe or you know this yeah. word, but, but your networks and then the people around you and the friends around you I know we talked about it before about cutting out people who are negative or don't give or actually drain your energy but I think also you know we don't talk about the people who actually kind of have a positive um effect on you but I think it's also really difficult when you are around very motivated, very positive people to stay on track with your own stuff, to not to get like, oh, she does that. It's really, you know, maybe I want to do that. Or, oh, that looks so effortless from this other person. And she's a really good friend of mine. It's not about like copying, but just how to stay within your own goals, within your own style and to so be- kind of kind of stay you know in check with your values and your priorities because it's really easy to subconsciously not that you know not because you want to copy the other person but just to to kind of have you you have such an influence I was just going to use that word influence and Mm. say how to be influenced just the right amount because we're in the world of influencers yeah but all of our friends are influencers to us and you know especially in in our situation Mm. we're both very prominent on social media we use it a lot we put a lot out there yeah then we're not only getting influenced by each other for example when we're together but also when we're not together so how do we find that balance between being influenced in a positive way and have someone has a good influence on yeah. you yeah without you becoming like the other per- that because, because because even I think you know I think the um the fact that we are from different industries it helps to, to have those boundaries. But I don't know how it would be if I would be in a fitness industry, it would be in a photography industry, how to how to kind of keep that boundary. Um, like I have a good friend of mine and she's a photographer as well. And I think we managed to to have good, you know, I, I don't feel influenced by her photography style, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But we can still kind of support each other and give each other tricks and... Yeah and help each other in a way and we know that we're not going to take away from each other's market as such yeah and she's been very giving and and um um nice to me but what I what kind of the thought that was triggered that I know that for you being so 
comfortable and confident on Instagram stories. And I think I've talked about it previously, not once, that I have an issue with Instagram stories and and talking on Instagram stories. I just could own it. But because you've done it all the time, I felt, I think, more pressured to do it. Because mm-hmm. I felt that you do it, you positive, I should keep up with you. Um, and then after so many tries and failures, or well, not even failures, but I just wasn't right. Yeah. For me, I kind of realised, okay, let's cut this. And just because you do it and you get at it, um, and I'm not good at it, it doesn't mean that overall I'm not as good as you. Or just, yeah, Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. So I kind of find my own style, and I'm really happy just to kind of have a photo and have loads of writing on it. And if they want to read it, they read it. But kind of expressing my thoughts via text. Yeah. Rather than talking. And who knows, one day maybe I'll blossom into a an Instagram story speaker but for now um I'm just doing my thing but it took me time to kind of detach and I didn't even know why I was forcing it so much I knew I heard it from from different podcasts and blogs and other influencers doing it but I think you being so especially good at it while being so close to me she's flipping her mouth I shouldn't have said that because But because you just, you know, you're so effortless with it and you're so close to me, I felt like that's the bar, that's what I have to hit to be good enough. Yeah, I, I definitely associate with the feeling of, I find it very stressful to be too close to everybody doing their own thing. Mm. I, I actually prefer not to focus too much on what other people are doing on social media, mm. like especially when it comes to business I just find it very like I can imagine what you're describing is that seeing me kind of talking on social media just keeps making you think like it's social media is supposed to be a place where you go for recreation mm. right but for me I feel like it's a reminder of oh should I be doing that oh I should do that oh I should do that so if you were to go every time you open social media you're at home chilling and you see me talking to stories like oh god should I record a story right now should I do it mm. oh that doesn't come naturally to me should I should I be doing it should I be pushing it um so I think we've got to sort of set boundaries to be careful how much we're influenced. And for me, like, I try not to spend as much time on stories watching people who are doing the same thing as me mm. or business people even. Um, like, there's a time and a place for it. So I'll go and look when I'm in business mode. If I'm looking for inspiration of what should I be doing yeah. and what does other people do. But when you're just using social media and just browsing it all day and you just keep seeing what everyone else is doing it can be just more distraction. Yeah, I mean, for instance, I have a couple of um, photographers I look up to, but I unfollowed them. Yeah. I type their name in, and I know it sounds really bad because I should be kind of following them to give them support yeah. to receive my engagement and stuff. But I still go to their account directly and like their stuff. But I know that I found it, that it just always threw me off of my balance and off my I had like a focus, I had a goal, I had a plan and mm-hmm. then as soon as I saw something on social media from them, I was like, Oh, maybe I should do that too. Yeah. So to to be able to stay on track, I had to kind of mute people and um and unfollow people eventually yeah. to to be able to carry on with my stuff. And it's and it's not because I'm competitive mm-hmm. or because I don't support them or don't like them. It's because I think I like them too much. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, get that. Definitely get that. 
Yeah, so, um, but you said that you had the conversation about this as well, about, like, people. Yeah, so I had a really good, like, nice, deep, long, you know, the perfect kind of mm. conversation that I like. That sounded a bit sexual. <laughs> deep <Ooh>. and long. <laughs> um, a long, deep, legs. I don't know, no, that sounds worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a long conversation, which was mm. deep in context, about... Um, this kind of thing, but in a different way. So you're mm. talking more about like how we influence positively by people. Yeah. This is again this is the subject which we've mentioned before, but I know we were talking about yeah. before we started recording about the energy you surround yourself with and mm. energy balance and energy flow. And um talking about how sometimes you've got people in your life. This was a, a the person I was speaking to was using their example and I was just kind of yeah. chiming in with bits of advice. But they had like a long-term friend who they love and care about but who is acting kind of out and like kind of uh, making these jabs at them very wow. unnecessarily mm. and there was other people there who were also in the conversation who were backing this up and saying like yeah no that really did come there was it's not mm. your it's not your projection that's actually how yeah. it was and they're saying what should they do because they know they, that person's going through a bit of a hard time so you know they just need to let them get on with it yeah. or whatever and to make allowances for them and I was saying that I get it like they're going through something mm. and that actually the reason they're doing this and they're kind of lashing out at this person and saying that you think you're this you think you're that mm. is because they feel it inside I was talking about you know um it's all projection yeah and they don't feel that they're they feel something from you like threatened in this case it was by you and therefore they are kind of like trying to bring you down because it, it makes them feel bad mm. when they when they feel that there's this gap so we're talking about that and then I was saying sometimes the best thing you can do for a friend is to just give them space and just leave it yeah. and it's not even a case of like oh this person's messed up and spoken to me like this I'm done it doesn't even have to be like that no, it's, it's literally just like come from a love perspective yeah and sometimes that person needs discomfort equals growth they need to realize like whoa I feel a bit like well it's, it's, it's not even that but you know I was thinking that to okay to be a good friend that's one thing but even if your friend's not friends we could always say something to justify why another person is like that. Yeah. But just because there is a reason to it, it doesn't mean that you should accept it and put yourself kind of in the middle of it. A hundred percent. So you should always have, you know, you always have the right to take a step away from that situation. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you don't love them, but it also, it means that you love yourself. Well, I said to him, it's about protecting your energy. And I was like, mm. no matter how long you've been friends with this person, you love them, you care about them. You've got goals. You've got things you're trying to achieve. And right now you're sitting here and you're feeling this type of way about what happened, about the conversation that yeah. your friend had with you that you don't like. And you told me that when it happened, you felt negative for a few days. You were thinking about it, it was bothering you. That's normal. But then the more you keep exposing yourself to that person, because they said they'd spoken to them again and that person had kind of said like oh you know what like I realized something about that I almost half apologized mm. but then in the same breath said something exactly like that again and I was like see then you spent another few days feeling like that so by you trying to be nice and just brush it under the carpet and just be like okay they were having a bad day uh, let's just call them and carry yeah. on talking each time your energy is getting dented and dented and that's the energy you could be putting into your goals and what you want to do so you're not being a bad person by 
just taking your, your distance from them, mm. you're basically doing what you have to do to get where you want to be. Yeah, and, like, and also I think, you know, if someone has this energy zone around them that when they feel insecure, there's any reason why they're acting in a way that would hurt other people mm-hmm. or make other people anxious that's their journey you have to trust them again it's kind of the bit what we said about the previous episode of the codependency to trust them that they can figure this out themselves and I think it's good to to then what you said take a step back wait a little bit and try a little bit you know a couple of months time kind of getting closer to them and if they're still yeah. in that and if they're a really good friend then probably you should sit down with them not in the in that heat or what is, is happening but just on a separate occasion initiate a meet up and just have a chat that is how I've been feeling and mm-hmm. and it's not quite okay yeah. because if you know if you're a good friend you know why is it more important for you to be a good friend to accommodate their issues and why isn't that the same goes for them so even though they have issues you know they should commit your issues which yeah. they cause causing yeah eventually. but this is the thing is that I actually think it interlinks and it's not even selfishness but it's about you can't look after anyone else if you're not mm. looked up, if you haven't looked after yourself, you haven't dealt with your shit, you can't yeah. deal with anyone else's shit. And so, yes, this person I was speaking to is in a good place. They are a healed person. They don't have these things going on that are causing them these type of problems. But each time they have this interaction, that creates a seed of resentment inside them, mm. which then they have to deal with. So by staying in this close relationship with this person where they're constantly getting this friction they're building their own tree of resentment which then they can use to project on somebody else right so it's not even about should you be a good friend or not because but you are being a good friend to all your other friends yeah by protecting what makes you a good person and that's your good energy mm. and when you've got lots of negative energy I, I can actually really associate with this when something's pissing me off if I keep dealing with it like mm. a, a friendship I mean, or I, mean, I mean how many times we have met up and then the first 10 minutes was about kind of telling each other how much other people affected our lives negatively and yeah. just had to air it out and vent it out. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, and that's the thing. I don't think that happens that much with us. No, not much. It's not like every time, but yeah. that it happened. And now oh, kind definitely of, in the past. Yeah. yeah. But well, that's what I mean, or, that we both or, kind or of made a shift. I think, I think we made a shift, but yeah. for just today, yeah, you know, I, I was like that. Um. And and that's how you can recognize those people yeah. who are draining you because uh-huh. if that if if you have a person like that in your life, then when you meet someone, you have a good, comfortable, healthy relationship. You're gonna vent it out to them straight away. Yeah. So I think you yeah. can recognize it if you go to your friend and your first thing is to say like, oh, this person kind of did this, said this, or got in touch. Yeah. Then you know that that person is draining you yeah. because you need to vent it out. Yeah, yeah. If you That's very true. Yeah. So you have to do something with that that and if, relationship. If someone dominates your thoughts or your your words, which is kind of what mm. you're saying there, that what you just said there about venting out, but it can even be something like, oh, this person said this to me today. I remember in a past relationship we both used to have people that we mutually knew that would yeah. cause like just click a certain button within us and it always used to be like in every daily conversation the name would be mentioned yeah and that's just not that's just a waste of energy it felt nice because it felt nice to vent and get yeah, it because, out because I think we both built a relationship where we trust 
each other yeah to not that I feel that if I tell you anything I don't think that you and then get the best possible way because we, we both so like kind of into this codependency so yeah I know that you don't care I know you listen yeah I know you support me but I know that you don't put in your bag and take it, it won't home. affect your peace yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. I I'm very comfortably telling you things because I know that you're here you're open yeah but that's it and I'm not gonna put a weight on you yeah but equally having that these people that you keep mentioning and that you know at the end of the day you'll say oh this person said this to me today or this person did this again mm. whatever it is when you have the choice, when you have like agency, which we both do really, and most people do, I know that it's different when you work in a nine to five job and this person might be your boss or the person you sit next to or something like that. But where possible, I think the, the realisation is that that's a sign that maybe mm. you should not be hanging yeah. around that person. Because I think we always think, oh yeah, I'm complaining about this person. I need to get them to change. Like I need to show them why they're wrong or yeah change their behavior that's normally I think what it is it's like this person said this again today I wish they would just be more positive or more like this mm. or more that but sometimes the best have, thing you can do is just yeah step because, away because also I believe that you have no right to tell one person how to be and how to act if that's their way to be that's their choice yeah. you can you know if, if you're in that relationship with them that it means something it has history or has some sort of value then I think it's very important to kind of flag it or say that this is how it makes me feel. It kind of gives them a warning to maybe they don't even realise it. Yeah. And then, you know, if they change, that means that, oh, it was something that they were happy to change as well. But if they don't, it doesn't mean that... They're bad. They're bad. Yeah. It's just that you just don't click and that's fine too. Yeah. Like you... Because energy has to match, so we I think we tend to say good energy, bad energy, but it's not really no, the case. It's, no, it's just different it's just, frequencies, yes, really. Yes, and you know, and I think this scenario when this you know, want to change something, or I wish this person would be like this or like that. I think the the kind of the mo- most obvious um, example of it comes out in a relationship. How many times I've done in the past that? Oh, I like this guy, but if. I wish he would message me. He's perfect, but I wish he would message me more. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I really want to make it work with this yeah. guy. Like, I'm really Fit into in this. around their energy. But I really, you know, I want him to message me more. I'm going to tell him to message me more. I'm going to tell him that to call me every morning. I'm going to tell him to do this and that. And then by the end of the day, you're going to end up with a completely different person. Yeah. And it's not fair on them. It's not fair on them to make them feel less. And this is a really interesting topic to talk about. Mm. I'm glad you mentioned it because we need to address that there's a line between compromise and asking for what you want, which I think mm. is important, and trying to get from someone something that is not them. Because it, I was talking about this on the weekend as well, that in relationships, you have to communicate. And I just posted an, a meme on Instagram that mm. says, communicate even when it's uncomfortable or uneasy. Yeah. So, like, we're saying to Alex that if you're when you're seeing somebody, you need to tell them like oh, I don't really like this yeah it's just stupid things like certain words that the person yeah. says or something like the way you put something on the floor <laughs> it's just stupid mm. stuff like this but it was like you need to say it um because otherwise we don't know that you don't like it can't change it you haven't given the person a chance yeah. to just tweak because that because there's a difference between saying like I don't like this you need to change and then and then you doing something like for example if you want me to change the fact that 
I talk all about my emotions. Mm. I can't do that for you because that's who I am and that's important to me. If you want me to change the fact that when I come into your house, I put my shoes on your shelf and you don't like that and yeah. you want them to be on the floor, I can do but is that. Is it like little pet peeves or big kind of... Yeah, I think you have to make a distinguish between... You do, but then equally there can be sometimes in relationships, I know in the past, there can be big things mm. that you do, but that you don't need to do, that that person would be willing to... So, for example, like, I think I've been in a past relationship where I couldn't say my emotions without that person thinking that that means I'm saying, you need to change this, you need to change... Like, if I brought up emotions, they'd be like, oh, I don't want to have a fight right now. And I'd be like, no, 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 I'm not trying to have a fight. I just want to express how I feel. And we actually were able to overcome that because it's a simple thing about, he felt, I don't like when you speak about Mm. about these things because it makes me feel like we're having a fight and I'm about to be attacked. And then I then realised, okay, I need to be careful that I'm not coming across in an attacking way. But we didn't have to be like, okay, let's part ways then because Mm. I don't want to talk about emotions. No, I mean, that's that's what I thought when we were just talking about, even just with friendships or colleagues or anything, that then I think you should flag it if there's a value in it. If you think there's a history or value in a relationship, yeah. you should flag these things and then give, an, give, an, give a choice to the other person yeah. to, to do anything with it. But if it's still not changing, you shouldn't keep forcing yeah. that could be cutter on that person. Yeah, that's very good. Um, yeah, and, then, and then letting it go or reacting towards it. Mm. Um, but it's still, I think, that's the biggest shift that I have to kind of learn and probably I learned it first with with men and relationships in like um, romantic relationships in my life, and then learned it with friendships. But just because it doesn't fit perfectly, we, we you know we don't get along. It doesn't mean that I'm last or the other person is last. It's yeah. just literally different frequencies. Mm-hmm. So you just have to be really kind of in tune with yourself and align with yourself and your and what you like yeah and and come from I think come from all when you approach anyone if you come from a place of love and genuinety and I'm saying it like at least trying to say it in not so cringy way but just to like the acceptance that it's another human being who's trying their best in life Mm -hmm. then whatever they do whatever they act how they act towards you you're not gonna take it personally yeah and it's funny because I just did an episode, put out an episode this morning mm. about how to deal with rejection in relationships. Well, I haven't. Yeah, just literally this morning. And it, it's very funny because it was talking about the shift that's helped me a lot to just get over when, you know, the, there's been people I've been mm. dating that it's just been great. And then it's just stopped. And it's just normally that would have absolutely floored me in the past. And I'm literally just like, oh, like sometimes I look back like today, I was thinking, God, that's crazy that how that happened so, mm. so suddenly. And, like, actually, that's a little bit, like, that hurt a little bit. Yeah. But I'm just able to just rationalise. And it's because exactly that, that when a relationship breaks down, we tend to think that the person who broke up with the other person, to use a romantic relationship mm. um, or a friendship if it if it goes that serious, thinks that that person's not good enough or they've said something about, like, you're not for me. It's rejection, mm. right? You're not good enough. Actually, what it is in all senses is that the two parts don't fit together. Yeah. But one party's recognised that and addressed it, whether it was in a good way or not. That's the baseline, mm. and the other party was did not make that decision. Yeah. That's all it is. And when you look at breakups like that, because that really is how it is. 
it's not putting a value on you or yeah. like oh now you kind of below a bar no it's just different yeah and that's it and 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 if it happens for a long-term relationship that's obviously I think it's more reasonable because people change yeah and it's not necessarily changing in the same way and also I said some uh, one line I think which was about in order like it was great but it's expired now mm. and that is because it has to expire like you might want it not to like you might actually really want it to continue mm. but for both parties to reach their goals it has to and I think it's also what I did a couple of times that when I kind of get to that situation when I even you know I was the one who was raising questions about the the validity of the relationship and I just thought about asking on the first day again what if we you know cut everything and right now as me now with my values yeah but this guy would go on a first day I started see would we get to where we are now or we just in here because we grew together yeah yeah and we don't want to let go of each other but if it were really two individuals as individuals do we still fit or yeah. we're forcing this union because it's been a union for so long right yeah so um yeah but um yeah so it's it, it's really tricky but I think it's I find it that even more so now how the social media and and so many different connections, different quality, let's say that, different intensity of relationships. There is in person loads of going through kind of via internet and other platforms. It's really important to take time with yourself yeah. to, you know, what we said, how we started in the, first, in the beginning about what your values are. And when you have good influence as well, that's really good and supportive and make sure you have those people around you, but stay in check with your own values and your own goals. Yeah. And not to get too overwhelmed by all the inspiring people around you. Yeah. And and with the people you feel that you talk about not in an inspiring way, check those people in your life and see what they represent. Um, oh, you mean it, so by not in an inspiring way you mean yeah, like if, the if, ones if, that if, cause friction yeah who yeah. gives you anxiety or any trouble in your thoughts or any if, if you feel that that person's actions or personality or anything takes away the focus of yourself um, and that you can't focus on your journey yeah um, and I'm not saying to pluck them out or anything, just address it and look at it and treat it differently. And sometimes, you know, taking a step back for a bit, it's helpful for both parties. And then you can see if then later it changed. And if it still hasn't changed, then maybe it's worth to kind of have a have a conversation about it. Yeah. And I think that's a really good note to leave it on because mm. I was speaking to another friend yesterday about situations going on with in her relationship and stuff and I think that we're always so keen that when something's not right when something's if we're going down a path that we don't think is right if we're not happy or something like that to always look to other people in our lives and find who it is that yeah. is causing the problem and I actually think that quite often it's something that is within mm. in the same sense of like okay we I don't fit with that person but it's not just because that person is a bad person or something it's like what is it in me that doesn't fit with that person? I think that that reflection is really important. Yeah. And so I think, like, to leave it on a similar note to what you said, for everyone to just 
get into the habit of taking space before acting mm. because I think we always act in emotion and like you know the resentment or whatever we feel at the time but take space to let it pass and then decide what to do about this situation then reflect on the information of what is this role that this person's having in my life for the last three months not how do I feel about what they just said to me right yeah. now um because that's the only way we can actually be objective and figure out the room no, I love that yeah Okay, I think it's really good. Like, now you just made me think as well. So, um, hope it, it gives you some, um, was it food for thought? Or thought food for thought, yeah. 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 Um, and, and, yeah, if you have any questions or, or any notes on this, then please feel free to message us, tag us. In or, any screenshots that you want to post. We love it when you start to oh, do yeah. that. It's been very That nice. was really nice. Yeah. All right, then. Have a great week, guys, and speak to you next week. Bye. Bye.